Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters. Wherever you're finding me, I really appreciate it. I'm on a number of podcasts now. I quit even trying to name them all because I keep forgetting. But you can also get me at bruce.dooley.com, B-R-U-C-E dot D-E-U-L-E-Y dot C-O-M, and you can find all my shows without any advertisements or anything. So uh, hope you enjoy it. This week, I'm going to probably tell you, I try to do one a week, not sure why, more than you've ever wanted to know about the difference between farm fresh real eggs and what I call store-bought. I didn't think I'd ever see a day when buying eggs would become complicated. It's no longer just a matter of choosing between white and brown or large and extra large or even organic and conventional is kind of complicated now. Now there's an omega-3, vitamin-enriched and cage-free. The prices on these quote-unquote, I'll call them designer eggs, to use what's called the industry term, can top, well, when I read this and wrote this article originally about $4, I'm now seeing $7 and $8 uh, dozens of eggs, folks. It's kind of ridiculous. And there's more free-range and certified humane labels that imply, imply, I'm gonna get back to that word, that the producers treat their hens better than other chicken raisers might. Be careful. And yes, unfortunately, it is true that some eggs are healthier, tastier, and definitely more environmentally friendly than others. But despite all the label claims, it's often very difficult to know exactly what you're getting with supermarket eggs. Many of those claims are unregulated by the United States Department of Agriculture, leaving it up to you, the consumer, to figure out which egg is really best for you. So what's a shopper to do? One strategy is to learn about the different companies. How big are they? Where are they based? Who are the stockholders? Blah, blah, blah. To help you decide which you prefer to support. Another is to find a local source for fresh eggs, my favorite idea, or even Get a few chickens of your own, I've done that a bunch of times, and declare your independence from the supermarket egg case. I have a friend named Eric, and yes, I do have a few friends. He has four or five hens, I'll have to ask him again now, and gets more than enough eggs to give me a dozen as often as I need them, and to have all the eggs he needs to cook, and he's cooking for four or five people in the family many, many times in rural areas, suburbs, and even cities, nationwide. And more and more people are discovering that keeping a few hens takes no more effort than keeping a puppy, for instance, and that they can have eggs as good as, or usually better than the priciest eggs in the grocery store. And incidentally, it's really kind of fun if you've never been around chickens. About 10 or 15 years ago, I actually got involved in this situation in San Antonio, Texas, actually in a little suburb that's not so little called Alamo Heights. So I decided to go visit with the city council and definitely the real answer is they were ignorant. They didn't know what was going on one or the other. The first answer everybody gives, oh no, you can't have chickens. Well, then they look it up and there had been an, an older ordinance at some point where you could have some chickens and then there had to be a permit. And they went through, this was a few weeks, folks. This didn't happen at one meeting. Long story short, though, with myself and several others that really got involved, because I had people that already had chickens. I already had chickens, in case you don't realize that. And they changed the laws. The last law I knew that was legitimate within the city limits, so they do change them, so go look if you're living in San Antonio. You could have four hens 
in your yard. No, no roosters ever. And there was a little gap in there that if there are neighbors that complained, you had to get kind of a tacit permission from your neighbors. I don't know anybody that had any trouble with that, but it could happen. There's no doubt about that. So then you've got four hens, a good hen. Let's say a Rhode Island red, although there's a number of great layers these days for, for eggs, can lay up to 250 and even up to 300 eggs a year kept properly. So if you've got four chickens, you got a thousand eggs just to be conservative for the year, more than you probably anybody could possibly use. And if you do it right, they'll also fertilize your yard for you. We'll talk a little later about a thing called chicken tractors, if you'd like, because you don't even have to release them for them to be wild if you're just a little bit careful with it. So they get fresh grass every day, fresh bugs every day, and you get really, really healthy eggs every day. In case you're wondering, there's not just eggs. Backyard flocks of chickens provide flavorful, nutritious eggs, as we were shooting for, but it also uh, has a host of other benefits. One being companionship. If you've never been around them, you'll find that a surprise. But also to include manure, which makes excellent fertilizer, folks. Very, very simple to turn your chicken manure into your garden's fertilizer with just a little bit of work. Um, you can always just compost it, but there's other ways to do it. And not to mention the number of, if you're growing other things in your yard, the number of pests that they can control, one of the biggest ones being grasshoppers, but of course, caterpillars that gets on your tomatoes. Uh, your chickens are your best friends when it comes to growing your garden. In addition to giving you, if you've got four hens, three eggs a day, most of the year. I think anyone who's eaten eggs from hens that have access to fresh green pastures and outdoors knows how different they are from the typical store-bought egg you buy. What you will notice at first is the color of the yolks, a deep bright orange yellow, sometimes almost really orange, instead of kind of a pastel shade of sort of yellow. If you take the time to crack a few sample eggs into individual white bowls and compare them side by side, you'll notice other differences. In pastured eggs, the yolks stand up firm and strong and high and round, and the whites tend to stay intact when you crack them. In conventional eggs, the yolks are kind of usually soft and flat and kind of dull yellow, and the whites are kind of watery. And I might point out to you, those differences of color and texture signal flavor, nutrition, and performance benefits for the eggs themselves. Most people say pastured eggs taste like eggs, kind of meaty and protein dense, ready to complement other foods you're gonna eat with them, whether it's herbs or vegetables or cheese or whatever. In an omelet or a frittata, their richly colored yolks also make them look as good as they taste. Without even resorting to science, folks, common sense will tell you that pastured eggs are healthier than eggs raised in a large scale commercial house. Chickens on a more nutritious diet just produce more nutritious eggs Remember the old sentence I've used for 25 years, you are what you eat. Well, your chicken is exactly what it eats. Scientific evidence is accumulating more and more all the time to back up this theory, although it's, we've known it's been true for years. In a recent control, controlled study, scientific study incidentally, actually done, I think at the University of Pennsylvania, they did nutritional studies on con conventional, what we call commercial eggs and pastured eggs. Pastured eggs, to begin with, contained 
10%, sometimes greater amounts, but a minimum of 10% less fat, 34%, one third less cholesterol in a pastured chicken egg than in a commercial, 40% more vitamin A, and four times as much omega-3 fatty acids as compared to the values of the chickens that were raised on commercial farms. And this was incidentally studied by uh, USDA. And I should mention here, in case you don't know, omega-3s, folks, and, and again, in a separate studies, of course, have shown to help protect against heart disease, mitigate the effects of type 2 diabetes, and otherwise benefit the human body's immune responses. And part of this test, which I shouldn't say because I'm only doing eggs, but I got to mention to you also, they also check the, the nutrition in the chicken itself. Sorry, folks, some people do eat chickens. The pasture chicken meat contained 21% less fat, 30% less saturated fat, and 50% more vitamin A than a commercially bought and raised chicken. That's not a little bit, folks, that's a lot. And in another similar study, pastured eggs had three times more omega-3 fatty acids, same as the others, as the com commercial raised eggs. The pastured eggs also averaged, this is a bigger number, 62% higher in vitamin A and a 220% higher level of natural vitamin E's. And the study I was looking at named about a dozen different studies, but another study that was kind of interesting is pastured eggs also typically contained higher levels of carotenoids such as lutein and zeaxanthin that is known to also be important to your overall health. And the case of zeaxanthin is now being considered as a real asset to certain people with eye problems. Understanding at least one healthful quality of a pasture-raised egg doesn't require a degree in biochemistry, folks. A classic study published in Poultry Science, a peer-reviewed, of all things, <laughs> magazine that comes out about raising chickens, of course, even as far back as 1966, found that the color of egg yolks is a perfectly reliable index to the carotenoid levels in that egg. The more beneficial carotenoids the egg contains, the darker orange the yolks will be. Although I certainly don't do any advertising at all, folks. I like to be able to say what I like to say without having to answer to anyone. Tractor supply all over this country for several months, the beginning or towards the middle of, well, I won't call it the spring of the year, wherever they are, have some really quality chickens available for you. I don't like mass chicken production, but for you basic chickens, they're a place to go. Uh, you can get heritage breeds or you can get some of the, what I call the more traditional chickens we've known for years. Rhode Island Red always comes to mind, but there's several good high volume chickens, although there's some people that think, and they may be right, the heritage breeds don't lay quite as many a year. They may like weigh 200 to 250 eggs or 25 a year, but they last longer. The, the hybrid chickens have a tendency to lay real good for two to three years and then start really lowering their, their uh, output per year, whereas the heritage breeds seem to last at least four or five years while maintaining a higher level of, of number of eggs they put out per year. I should mention one other thing just because it's in the news, and that's called avian flu. And it certainly is cause for some concern, but in a recent peer review study called A Virus, of our own hatching. It's by a Dr. Gregor about the bird flu. His quote is, never once that we know of 
has a highly pathogenic flu virus ever arisen in flocks kept humanely in smaller numbers in outdoor situations? The actual cause of bird flu is the exact opposite. It's facilitated by overcrowding, filthy setups, which these chickens sitting on top of themselves have, stress-impaired immunity, and a lack of adequate ventilation and sunlight, totally inherent to an intensive confinement systems, which is exactly how we raise 99% of the chickens in this country. So think about it. You might enjoy having a few chickens around. And thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matter.